Welcome to Positively 365, a podcast by Joe Wattis. We wish to entertain, instruct, and motivate. If nothing else, hopefully we can entertain and inspire you to live a more positive life 365 days a year. We hope you enjoy this message. Did you hear about the three psychiatric patients who stayed in a mental hospital for a long time and they were eager to be released to go back home? So the doctor has an examination of their judgment skills in order to release them home. One by one, he takes them to the edge of a swimming pool without any water in it, and he tells them to jump in. He wants to see if they will jump in or not, take the risk or not. He shows them that the pool has no water, but he doesn't tell them because they must choose on their own. They must show that they have the right judgment skills. The first patient looks at the pool and jumps in without hesitation, hurting his ankle. The doctor tells him, sir, you failed the exam and therefore you must stay another year before the next testing. The patient left very sad. The second patient walks up to the pool's edge thinks about it, and then jumps in. He hurts his shoulder. Again, the doctor says, Sir, you failed the exam and must stay for another year. This patient also leaves sad and discouraged. The third patient walks up to the pool's edge, thinks for a while, shakes his head and says, No ways, I'm jumping in. The doctor jumped up and down with joy and said, Sir, You have great judgment skills, and therefore, you are released from this psychiatric hospital. The patient jumped for joy in excitement. Then the doctor asked him, What made you decide not to jump into the pool? To which the patient answered, Oh, that's easy. I don't know how to swim. Judgment That is a word that has strong connotations. First of all, let me say that judgment can be and is a good thing. For millions of years, we have evolved mechanisms which allow us to make good judgments. Is this place safe or dangerous? Can that person be trusted or not? Judgment about such things goes on every day, and our very survival often depends on good judgment. That good judgment is not what we are talking about here. Today, we're talking about passing judgment. I remember back when I was in the third grade. I had a classmate named Angela whose clothes were always dirty. Her hair was usually unwashed, as was the rest of her. The poor hygiene created a very unpleasant odor. While I did not directly mock her, I am ashamed to say that I was part of the crowd who judged, ridiculed, and ostracized her. I did this as an immature third grader who wanted to fit in with the crowd. Now, as an adult, I see just how wrong that behavior was. I was wrong to judge her and ridicule her. I did not know her situation. As an adult, I understand that She was ostracized for things which were probably beyond her control. I was unable to see past the externals to the person on the inside. As an adult, I sometimes wonder whatever became of her. 
If I could meet her as an adult, I would like to apologize for the child I was in the third grade. I was someone who lacked the moral courage to do the right thing. While I am today far from perfect in this regard, I do try to be not so judgmental. I do believe that I am less judgmental than I was. If we pass judgment, we are being judgmental. We are going against the biblical injunction given to us in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, where it says, Judge not, lest ye be judged. Am I criticizing my neighbor for having a splinter in his eye while I miss the plank in my own? If we wish to become less judgmental, we should stop comparing ourselves to others. It is better that we compare ourselves to our own self. Don't ask if you are better than this or that person. In any given thing, there is always someone better than you in this or that. No, it is far more productive for you to ask if you are better than you used to be. If your answer to that question is yes, then you know that you are growing and becoming the person you were meant to be. When we come back, we will examine some of the reasons people tend to pass judgment, and we will look at some of the ways we can work on becoming less judgmental. Finally, I will close out today's show with one of my all-time favorite poems about a cookie thief. You won't want to miss it. But first, here is our trivia question for the day. How many countries are there in South America? Stay tuned for the answer when we come back. Welcome back. How many of you were able to get the answer to today's trivia question? The question was, how many countries are there in South America? There are 12 countries in South America. Named in order of population, largest to smallest, they are Brazil, Colombia, Argentina, Peru, Venezuela, Chile, Ecuador, Bolivia, Paraguay, Uruguay, Guyana, and Suriname. Congratulations to everyone who got the question right. I think that one of the main reasons that people pass judgment on others is based on insecurity. People who constantly judge may be insecure and or unhappy with who they are. They constantly put other people down as if that builds them up. They try to make themselves feel good by making others feel bad. Sometimes this insecurity is there because they are intimidated by other people. Co-workers band together to make fun of their boss, like in the show The Office. People may fear those who are different and judge them because of it. Interestingly, people may bond with others through passing judgment. Gossip is a useful tool for bringing people together. However, these bonds are based on negativity. The bonds that are formed over judging others are superficial and they are not likely to contain any substance. There are some negative consequences that could result from passing judgment on others. First, 
these judgments can hurt people. This might not always happen. If the person never finds out what you said, then you're in the clear, right? Well, not necessarily. Things may have a way of coming back and hurting people in unexpected ways. Think before you speak. Would you say the same thing to the person's face? If not, it's probably best left unsaid and unthought. Second, judging others can encourage someone to judge themselves pretty harshly as well. For example, if a person constantly judges other people and what they wear, they are more likely themselves to be extremely concerned with what they themselves wear. Third, judging others puts negativity out into the world. No matter what you say to rationalize your judgments, they're not bringing anything good into the world. They're bringing others down, and as a result, they bring you down. They make the world more unhappy, a harsher place. The fact of the matter is that when we look from the outside and make a judgment, we may or may not be correct. We have no idea on what's going on below the surface, what's going on underneath. We don't know the whole situation or the circumstances. In this country, people spend millions of dollars a year talking to counselors and therapists. Many of them may do this to discover why they do the things that they do. Why do I feel attracted to people who abuse and mistreat me? Why do I have an unnatural fear of water? Why do I have this recurring nightmare? The counselors and therapists help these people look at the subconscious motivations for their behavior. These subconscious forces work within all of us to motivate our behavior. I may do many things and have no idea why I do them. If I cannot be sure why I do the things that I do, what makes me so sure when I look at someone else? This is all the more reason not to pass judgment on others. Henry David Thoreau once said, It's not what you look at that matters. It's what you see. Two people can look at the exact same thing and see something entirely different. When you look at another human being, what do you see? In a moment, we will come back and I will give some ideas on how to stop judging others. Then, and I love this part, I will share one of my favoritest poems of all time. It is about a poem of one of my favorite things, cookies. Don't go away.
there are a few things we can work on within ourselves to help make us less judgmental. First, we can remember how it feels to be judged. We don't like the way it feels when we are judged by others. Perhaps we can give to others the same benefit of the doubt that we all too often give ourselves. Second, we can monitor our own thoughts. Spend some time thinking about what it is that you think about. We may be going along thinking things about others, judging them, and not even realize it. We can spend more of our attention on our thoughts and do our best to push them in a positive direction. And third, we can look for the positive. Judgments are negative. There is almost always something positive that you can find in someone, something, or any situation. While my mind might immediately focus on the negative, I can push my thoughts in a more positive direction and look for something nice to say. And of course, if you can't find something nice to say, don't say anything at all. And finally today, I have a poem about judgment. This poem is one of my favorites because it speaks to me on so many different levels. I hope that you will love it as much as I do. It is called The Cookie Thief by Valerie Cox. A woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shops, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that a man sitting beside her as bold as could be grabbed a cookie or two from the bag in between, which she tried to ignore to avoid a scene. So she munched the cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I wasn't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, Oh, brother, this guy has some nerve, and he's also rude. Why, he didn't show any gratitude. She had never known when she had been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise. There was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned in despair. The others were his, and he tried to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. Thank you for joining us today. 
please consider taking a moment to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also connect with us and join the conversation on Facebook. Just search for Positively 365. We would love to hear from you. So until next time, stay positive today and every day, 365 days a year.